the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, one. Good afternoon, all. This is Bill Bunkley. It's 3 o'clock. That means it's time for the Bill Bunkley Show all throughout West Central Florida this afternoon on Salem Radio. Well, I'm the watchman on the wall, not only for you that are tuned in this afternoon, but also in Tallahassee as well. And this morning, during this show, I'm going to talk about a bill that I supported bright and early this morning. It is the parental rights bill when it comes to their children in public schools. That bill was heard this morning uh, in a House committee. We'll talk about that today. But uh, I just want to tell you that I'm honored to be with you once again today as your watchman on the wall, both here and in Tallahassee. And it's uh, already wrapping up week number two, come tomorrow, of the 2022 session of the Florida Legislature. And things are, quite frankly, moving quite along. But uh, for those of us that are Christ followers, this is the day the Lord has made. And we will rejoice, and we will be joyful and be glad in it. And I am glad, and I'm so joyful that I have the privilege of knowing Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. And the fact that I ask Jesus to come into my life, and I ask him to be my Lord and my Savior, In that, in the midst of all of what we're seeing around us in a very dark culture, in a very narcissistic, selfish environment that we're in with so many people that surround us in the world, it is special to know how much I am loved by my Abba Father in heaven. And you should know that if you are a follower of Christ, an Orthodox Christian, and you are completely sold out to him, You know what that special relationship is all about. And so today I want to encourage you, if you are a Christian, I want to encourage you to give whatever you're challenged with today over to the Lord. 
The Bible promises that if you will give your burdens to the Lord, he will carry them for you. And in an audience this large, I know that for those of you who may be turning in, all manner of mountains, valleys, challenges is probably enumerated with the audience today. And along with that is a comparable now, a comparable amount of praising the Lord, excitement about the, what the Lord has done. But you know, today I'm going to talk a little bit in addition to so many issues for us to get to. I want to talk about thankfulness. I want to think about, talk about our relationship with the Lord because I had a chance, the church family in Idlewild had a chance last night to not only have a special concert in their midweek service by the Brooklyn Tabernacle Singers, but Jim Cimbala, who uh, has a home here in Odessa in North, uh, Northwest Hillsborough County, in addition to his ministry in New York City, He had a chance to share some last night. And with the 21 days of prayer that we're also in, in my home church, and Jim Simula wrote the foreword to that, but um, there is a part of prayer that the Holy Spirit has just continued to speak to me about uh, in the last few days and about how we get ready to pray. And, you know, oftentimes I quip about, now don't just have a drive time, I mean a drive-by prayer. You know, oh, oh Lord, hey, help me on the test. Thank you, in Jesus' name, boom, you're gone. You know, that's like being a parent and you're 16 or 17-year-old who thinks they're going on 25, come breezes out of their room, heading for the front door, You have no idea where they're going or what they have in mind, and you get the proverbial, hey, Dad, hey, Mom, see you later. And what is your response? Whoa, 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 Tiger. So uh, what are we doing? And it seems like that's sort of an epidemic sort of a personality trait for 15, 16, 17-year-olds, even when you get older. But the key is, imagine that your Heavenly Father created you to be in fellowship with Him this very afternoon, this very moment. And if you would be honest with yourself, everything's been like a drive-by prayer. Or you've got your list. Oh, Lord. Okay, I got my list of 57 things I'm asking you to do. Here's the key. For me today. For me. Now, we know we're supposed to pray. We know that the Bible tells us you have not because you ask not. But there is continued teaching in, in the ask. And we'll talk about that a little bit today as um, it's always important that we talk a little bit about uh, a principle 
uh, ministry item as we're with you for the full three hours this afternoon. And uh, maybe there will be something that the Holy Spirit will say through me today that will present a breakthrough in your prayer life. Because quite frankly, even people who have a quiet time, they get to the prayer time and it seems like sometimes the more that they spent reading and doing devotionals, then they feel like they have no time or they're rushed or, you know what, God knows what I need. Thank you, God, I'm gone. We'll talk about that today. Well, once again, a lot going on in D.C., a lot going on with the analysis of the of the speech by the President of the United States last night. If you're not praying for, if you weren't praying for this president before, or any president, I hope that you are praying now. And I hope that you're going to take praying for this president, praying for this country. And I hope that you will elevate it to a very, very frontline, prominent part of your life. So today... As we continue to register another day in the Civil War of America in the the year of 2022, we're going to be standing up and we're going to be living as ambassadors the way that Jesus Christ and his Father, through the Old and New Testament, how they have demonstrated through the Word and also through the life of Jesus Christ, how we are supposed to live here in what is amounting to enemy territory. Now, let me tell you, I'm a dual citizen. And I believe if you are a Christ follower, you are a dual citizen as well. And I want to be clear that I love our country. I was a very patriotic young man. I became an Eagle Scout at age 14 because I really really was called to excel in that, and I did. I was very proud that since my dad passed away when I was 16, something that I've always taken with me is the fact that I was able to be supported in my career with the Boy Scouts of America, and that, well, my dad and my mom and my family, my grandparents, my aunt, they were able to come to the Eagle Scout ceremony and to see the eagle pin placed on my uniform by my mother. Now, why do I say that? Look, I've been a patriotic sort of a kid and a guy all the way along. And so as I began to learn history and I began to understand what our founding principles were all about, I just take that as early preparation by the plan that was developed in my life before the world and the universe was even created for me to be with you this afternoon and to try to share from my heart the importance of the fact that I'm ambassador for Christ as well as you, but I'm in a country that I love, but I have to admit to you this is not our home. This is not our final destination. And in fact, our primary 
country, kingdom, whatever you want to refer to it, is my citizenship in heaven. And one day, this country is going to pass away. Not in our lifetime, but as we see the events that are unfolding, it reminds me directly that Revelation tells us specifically that all the nations of the earth will come to conduct conduct war against Israel. And at the very end, that's when Jesus will come, step in. He'll only speak the word, and all of those aggressor armies will be wiped out. That's how powerful our Lord and Savior is. That's how powerful and the type of power that you can unleash by walking with the Lord and allowing the Holy Spirit to have a full reign in your life and not holding back on some compartments. And so with that, we stand in a gap for our American values from our founding fathers and the 13 original colonies because our country was unique in that it was founded by Christians and it was a Christian nation. And in the same way that we can study history from the Old Testament, we see how the blessings that were bestowed upon us as Americans has been our number one enemy. Because now we hardly acknowledge him at all, except for a remnant. Well, I'm standing in a gap for our American values, and I pledge again today to be forever faithful to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, by the power of the Holy Spirit, to our Judeo-Christian principles, faith, freedom, family, and free enterprise. Give us a call if you want to be a part of our conversation, 877-943-9673. You can text us at 813-444-6264. Email me. Afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. Afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. I'm Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. Let's get this show on the road. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-233-4295. 800-233-4295. That's 800-233-4295. This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world 
you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855-565-5519 or book online at standwithisraeltour.com. 855-565-5519 or standwithisraeltour.com. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. Oh, my God will never fail. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here. I want to talk about a bill that we heard this morning in the Florida House of Representatives. As you know, a bill is filed, then it's assigned to certain committees, and it begins to be uh, to begin its journey through the legislature. It has to go through committees of both the Florida House, Florida Senate, very similar to the U.S. House and Senate, has to all pass both those houses and end up being a identical bill, then it will go to Governor DeSantis, and then it has to be signed. So as we are in week number two this morning, your watchman on the wall in Tallahassee was monitoring a bill that I think would be of importance to every parent or grandparent that's listening this afternoon. This morning, the Education and Employment Committee, that's one of the committees of the Florida House of Representatives, it convened about 9 o'clock this morning, and uh, it concluded about 11.15. There were three or four bills on the docket. In fact, there's another bill I won't talk about today. It's got several components in it. And uh, on one hand, it's got some components about parents able to have access to quote-unquote the textbooks that are being used in that public school. But at the same time, it had some other provisions that uh, I'm not comfortable with. So we observed the, um, the presentation and the debate on that bill. It passed, but that's not what I want to talk about this afternoon. Now, the bill that... I want to talk about this afternoon, if you got a pencil, and we'll work through this for you. It is House Bill 1557. House Bill 1557 by Representative Harding. Now, just so you'll know, there is a companion bill in the Florida Senate, 
And if you want to jot down that bill, that is Senate Bill 1834 by Senator Baxley. And so this proposition got its first hearing today in the uh, in the Florida legislature. Now, many of you have heard the stories, especially in the area of counseling and with the various um, health room attendants in public schools. And you know that we've got a breakdown between the school administration, the administrators at a particular school, with teachers, with counselors, and then all of that is with parents. If I can just be to the point. We heard testimony this morning from a mother. And we're talking about discussions, individual discussions about sexuality. And the focus today, even though the bill is a little broader, was probably K through 6th to 7th to 8th grade. But in a situation that we heard another testimony about school personnel having what I believe is inappropriate conversations with young students in elementary school without one iota not only of notifying the parent that this was going to take place or even telling the parent at all. And we have a disconnect because in many Florida schools, you might be surprised to learn that the way they're operating is that your child has more rights than you do, even as a second or third grader. And there was a testimony about a mom and her daughter. Her daughter was in a public school. And her mother got wind of her daughter not acting herself coming home from school. Now, imagine if there are conversations going on with, say, your seven- or eight-year-old little girl. And you find out that your little girl tells you, Mommy, my teacher asked me today what restroom would I prefer to use? Now, that question wasn't a question, do you want to use the restroom down this hall or do you want to use the restroom down this hall? 
The question was, little six- or seven-year-old, eight-year-old, do you want to use the boys' restroom or the girls' restroom? Now, I want to tell you that that is the gist of why this bill was filed. Because this bill would say in statute that a school district may not adopt procedures or student support forms that prohibit school district personnel from notifying a parent about his or hers student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being or a change in related services or monitoring or that encourage or have the effect of encouraging a student to withhold from a parent such information. School district personnel may not discourage or prohibit parental notification of and involvement in critical decisions affecting a student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being. This is all about... The Gay and Transgender Counseling and Awareness Teaching in Elementary School. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits has risen to the highest level in three months as the fast-spreading Omicron variant has disrupted the job market. The Labor Department says jobless claims rose for the third straight week by 55,000 to 286,000. That's the highest since mid-November. President Biden ends his first year in the White House with a clear majority of Americans disapproving of his handling of the presidency in the face of an unrelenting pandemic and roaring inflation. A new poll from the Associated Press, NORC Center for Public Affairs Research, shows just 28% of Americans say they want the president to run for re-election. On Wall Street, stocks are lower. The Dow is down 42 points, the Nasdaq off 60. This is SRN News. The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to Godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at Godvine.com. When it comes to hiring an AC, plumbing, or electrical contractor, finding one you can trust has always been a challenge until now. Cornerstone Pros. Commitment to quality surpasses customer standards. You can count on the technicians at Cornerstone Pros to go out of their way to deliver an exceptional experience. That's the cornerstone difference. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. 
You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Florida Army National Guard. Aired by the Florida Association of Broadcasters and this station. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're reluctant to embrace its morality. We're embarrassed it's not politically correct. Somebody might ostracize us. They'll say we're old-fashioned. Folks, if lining up with Almighty God makes me old-fashioned, I'm going to get in the line. I yield to Him. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. We're back, Bill Bunkley here, and we're talking about a clash of worldviews. We're talking about a bill this morning, and by the way, I supported legislation this morning. I supported House Bill 1557 as president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. I supported the bill that supports the parents' right to know about what's being discussed with their children in public school. Now, I want to take a step back. For the first time this year, we are now going to do an exercise called You Be the Legislator. Now, this only works if you will call in and engage. So let me give you our telephone number to call, and I'm going to pose a question to you, and I hope that you will give us your opinion. Now, the number to call is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. We're going to play You Be the Legislator. 
as I explain this bill a little bit further, but I want to give you a chance to call in. Now, the question before you as a legislator on House Bill 1557, how would you vote if you were on this committee this morning representing your community as a member of the Florida House of Representatives? Now, you can call in and tell us why you would support House Bill 1557, that yes, you believe that the Florida statute should state that any information having to do with your son or daughter, that needs to be disclosed to you. Now, understand the bill does have a carve-out. If it is suspected that anyone in that child's family either a mom or a dad or a brother or a sister or whoever in that immediate family, if there is a belief that through what a student has been sharing with their teacher or with a counselor, if there's reason to believe that there may be some immoral or inappropriate or abuse activity going on with that immediate family, now, what what happens next is to alert law enforcement officials. So for the purpose of this afternoon, we're not we're just going to set that aside because that's a very special circumstance, a very important circumstance, and something that w- needs to be addressed. But it's not the majority of the students that are impacted by what's going on. So I need to know. Would you support Representative Harding, and would you vote this bill out of committee today with your personal vote, saying, yes, we need to have parents be notified of what's going on with their kids? Now, you can also call us at 877-943-9673, and you can make the case that uh, school officials don't need to disclose these type of conversations or what what the kids are being taught. And we're just going to keep it to the area of sexuality. And we'll just keep it simply to um, elementary schools. And then you can also call and say, well, you know, I would vote for this bill, but I would like to offer an amendment. And that means if you have a an additional thought, about how you can make this bill better just in concept, you can call and say, well, I would offer an amendment. So uh, get in the queue right now, and I'm going to talk about this bill once again. Call us 877-943-9673, our first edition this year on the Bill Bunkley Show of You Be the Legislator. We're talking about 1557, Parental Rights and Education, a bill that, by the way, it was voted favorably out of committee this morning. Don't let, don't let that affect your position on your call. And remember, one of the reasons why this bill is necessary as far as the proponents are concerned is because we had a mom get up and a lot of courage. She testified that she had a girl, her daughter was in elementary school, and Something was up, and then she was able to have her little girl tell her that, Mommy, they, they, my teacher wanted me to know 
or is asking me which restroom would I like to use. This little girl had no idea what the teacher was really asking. Because some would interpret this as a a question trying to ask a student about their their gender identity. And yes, it is being interjected with the youngest of kids in elementary schools in some cases. Now, here's where it gets more interesting. And by the way, would you support this mom by saying she had a right to know? Or would you, would you say the mom doesn't have a right to know? Leave it up to the teachers. Call us right now, 877-943-9673. And you can call anonymous if you'd like. We don't need to have your name if you don't want to share it. But we want to hear your thoughts. And this is how we all learn from one another. And we also gauge um, the opinions that are here in our area on Faith Talk this afternoon. Now, the other part of this is when the mom inquired and wanted to know just what was said to the child. Now, this may motivate you to call. The mom was told, we really can't discuss that with you. Now, I wonder if you think that's right. You as a parent have not discussed any of these sexuality issues with your second grader or third grader. Because you deem that it is an age, you know, notwithstanding the culture that's all around us, that is just absolutely violating the space with parents and kids. But that parent, that mom and dad, who is responsible for raising that child, they hadn't had any discussions about that yet. And in fact, I sense that it was a Christian household, uh, Orthodox Christian beliefs. And, of course, the mom was shocked that this conversation was being had with her second or third grader without her knowledge at all. And then she was told by the teacher, I can't talk to you. I can't tell you what's said. Now, it gets better than that. The teacher said, if your little girl tells us she wants us to tell you, then we can tell you. Now, understand what the net net effect of this is. You are the mom or dad that brought this child into the world. You are the adult. Your second or third grader is way, 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 underage. But the de facto matter here is that the school says, we're going to let your sixth grader, seventh grader, we're going to let them decide whether or not we tell you. 
So my question is this. Where do you come down on this? Come on, don't be bashful. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. I hope you're just not listening and not engaged. I hope you're just not thinking about this because... For those of us that are Orthodox Christians, and we know that it is important for us to raise our kids in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord, I would be further alarmed if Christians didn't have an opinion on this. Now, if you have a contrary worldview, give me a call because if you were in the committee meeting this morning, you would, some of you may even have your eyes opened up. Because some of my Christian friends live in a pretty good bubble. And that's one reason why we're here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Just to know what some of the, some of the, um, the areas of the culture around us, it, it, it is, it is interesting. But, Today, we heard from a long list of opponents to this bill who don't think that parents ought to be asked. They believe that if you tell the parents, then a bad situation could happen at home if it's in the area of their sexuality. And just to to let you know, There was an announcement, in addition, I spoke an announcement, or I support an announcement, there was a pastor, excuse me, a reverend, or it was a pastor, who wished to speak. He got up, and he is a Episcopal man man of the clergy, and in his particular fellowship of the Episcopal Church, they have ordained gays and transgenders and, and, and other designations are not only, uh, the question isn't whether they attend their church, they're, they're members of this quote-unquote Christian church, and they're part of church leadership. Now, it's a whole different conversation to get in these big debates about, well, what does the Bible say about sexuality? We're not going to go there, but the idea that we're talking about here is is that if you really want to get a sensitivity and an understanding, especially about the opportunities to share the gospel with people who have a much different approach to life than we do, You'll understand that when, especially when we have hearings, and they're difficult hearings. They can get very chippy. They can get personal. But the whole idea about gender, sexuality, et cetera, et cetera, some of you will be surprised about the folks that are just as serious about their worldview, and we would probably classify it as in the area of anti-parent, as we are about pro-parenting. So Sue's standing by. She's going to be the legislator just a minute after the break. How about you? Are you for this bill, against this bill? And tell us why. 
877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley, your Washington in the Wall in Tallahassee. I'll be right back. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The so-called voting rights bill isn't going anywhere because there are not enough votes in the Senate to pass it. The scenario is fraudulent. No one is being kept from voting, and when President Biden talks about Jim Crow laws, George Wallace, Bull Connor, and Jefferson Davis, he leaves one important fact out. All of them were Democrats who really did try to keep black people from voting. The media ignores that, too, of course. If you have a proper ID, if you're at least 18 years old and meet residency requirements, if you're a U.S. citizen, except in New York City election, you can vote. You can vote in person on election day. You can vote days and in some states weeks before election day. You can vote absentee and by mail. There's nothing keeping anyone from voting. The progressives who have hijacked the Democrat Party are losing on all fronts, and so they're reverting to their tried and true default position, racism and voter suppression. It's not working. Polls show a majority now identifying as Republican and caring about issues like inflation, COVID, and crime. And that's the truth. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. You know, a lot of times you have to choose between something high quality or something that saves you money. But if you can get both, why not? Especially when it comes to health care. And that's MediShare. You get both. The typical family saves 500 bucks a month switching to MediShare. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. It's because MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills People love having telehealth and a huge PPO network. So, yeah, really, you could save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. If you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Here is the number you need. Call 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. There are few freedoms more precious to the family of a critically ill person than the right to try a potentially life-saving medical protocol. Sadly, that right is being denied to Daniel Pisano, now on a ventilator at the Mayo Clinic with less than a 5% chance of survival. With little left to lose, the Pisano family has asked that Daniel be treated with a COVID plan recommended by the frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance. That plan involves using ivermectin. But the Mayo Clinic has refused, stating that the Critical Care Alliance's COVID plan is at odds with its own COVID protocols. The courts have sided with Mayo Clinic. This is madness. Multiple peer-reviewed studies have demonstrated ivermectin's efficacy in treating COVID. But the larger point is this. How dare Mayo Clinic and the courts deny a patient's own family any voice in the treatment of their loved one? This is un-American medical authoritarianism, and it is shameful. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And also we looked at verse 35, which talks about as long as there's a sun, a moon, stars, that the nation of Israel will never cease from being a nation before God. Heart of Messiah. 
Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Jesus, take the beauty from the pain. Jesus, lift these weary hands again. Turn the silence into songs of praise. Jesus, I am leaning on your name. Oh, I'm leaning on And yes, we are leaning on you, Jesus, this afternoon. Well, um, sir, um, I was reading something here. Hey, we got um, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 because um, we're asking the question. And I'll be a little more blunt. Would you support House Bill 1557 that says that you as a mom or dad have a right to know and be informed about, uh, uh, let's just say, what was the subject of the committee today, whether your son and daughter in the elementary school age should be engaged by a teacher, in one example, to just say, uh, hey, uh, little Betty, do you want to go to the men's bathroom or the girls' bathroom? And then other conversations about her gender, sexuality, choices, et cetera, et cetera. But the mom had no idea these conversations were taking place. Now, I want to tell you that uh, one of the folks that testified against this bill, and I'm just going to share this with you, I'm paraphrasing, got up and said, I would be horrified if children in elementary school were not allowed to talk to their teachers about their sexuality. Maybe the word was appalled, appalled, horrified, whatever. So, you know, the passions are running heavy on both sides, but if you are a mom or dad of a youngster in public school, you need to be aware about these issues. All right, you be the legislator. legislator. Um, Brian, who do we have with us? Sarah. Sarah up in Hernando, I think. Miss Sarah, good to have you back on the Bill Bunkley Show. Okay. Uh, if, if I was one of the legislature or the legislature, that teacher would be fired immediately. That's my stand on. I think if I if I know what your question was, yes. and and another thing, yes, the the mother, the father, should be present when any meetings is uh, come to come up, and um, uh, they should be notified of any and everything mm-hmm. that goes on in the school. And uh, like I said, the first thing, that teacher should be fired, fired, fired. I don't care what they decide to do. But, uh, I, I mean, that's, uh, how, how can, how can a, 
Now, can you imagine? Can you imagine that it's even a question whether parents ought to be involved in some of these conversations? Sure, they should be involved, and I, I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm a. I hesitate to say what I would do if my little girl and I don't have his little girls. I, my little girls are great great little girls. <laughs> well, but you're anyhow, a wise great great grandmother, and you're speaking from yeah, not only experience but also yes, a long but, time walking with but, the Lord. Uh, but the, if a teacher has got no more common sense or got no more uh, morals about her to ask a child that young what bathroom she wants to use, what difference does it make to the teacher? Let the child get up and go to the bathroom where she's supposed to go. Mm. And whenever she goes home and tells her mother that the teacher asked her that, the mother ought to go down there and punch the teacher's lights out. (laughs) Well, I don't know if I go that far, but I understand your sentiment and understand because I heard well, it in this mom who testified today how taken aback and angry she was that this intimate time of a conversation that was still yet to come, that was what, robbed uh, of her by the teacher. Kind of, what kind of mentality has that stupid teacher got by asking a child something like that? It's the new world order. That's what we're dealing with. That's, what kind that's of mentality has she got? Yeah. Well, it is just another indication. I mean, uh, I, I don't want to meet her on the street and know who she is. Yeah. Well, and I would say I, this. I, I, my first reaction would be not a happy camper, but as uh, as, I, as I think about it, I think about how lost a person she well, is these, and how much she needs Jesus. Of, these kind of people, like that teacher and the, all the others that think that parents don't have a right to come to the meetings, they uh, they they need to back off. They don't know what they're doing. They're crazy. Mm. What right. kind of people do they? I mean, uh, things like that, of course, we already know this. Yeah. Shouldn't even be coming up. All right. Hey, but Sarah, we got less than 30 a, seconds. Less than 30, I got to let you wait go. A, but wait a minute. I, I want to say something. Quickly, on another, quickly. I want to say something on another topic. I really appreciated the defense you come to yesterday about our president. All right. Thank you so I much enjoy, for being with I enjoyed that, uh, whatever, the things you said about him. And like okay, said, thank I you very much, Sarah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. 
Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Republican Senator Ben Sass is criticizing President Biden for casting a shadow over the 2022 midterm elections. Bob Agnew reports. Sass says the president has shirked his responsibility by casting a question mark over the upcoming midterm elections, all because of the failure of the Democrats' voting rights bills to pass in the Senate. Now Sass says Biden's staff is lying as it goes about the damage control over those comments. Sass, who has also criticized former President Trump for challenging the 2020 election results, says, quote, Public officials, Republicans and Democrats should defend public trust in self-government. Bob Agnew reporting. The Carolinas and Virginia are bracing for more winter weather, with some schools canceling classes as state officials urge residents to prepare for the storm and to stay off potentially icy roads. The governors of North Carolina and Virginia have each declared a state of emergency as they prepare. Also at SRNews.com, sales of previously occupied homes fell in December for the first time in four months. As the number of available houses dropped to the lowest level in more than two decades. The National Association of Realtors says existing home sales dropped 4.6% last month from November. The number of houses for sale slumped to 910,000, the fewest since records began in 1999. Some economists think the surge in new Omicron infections may have discouraged some people from putting their homes on the market and opening them to extensive traffic, driving inventory down. The demand for homes remains healthy. Median prices jumped nearly 16% from a year ago to $358,000. Mike Hemp in Washington. Ahead of the closing bell, the Dow is down 349 points. The Nasdaq off 187. This is SRN News. Life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. All this week, we've been highlighting the Wingman Ministry, online resources and networking designed to marshal the energies of men to make a spiritual difference in their families, their churches, and their communities. Three-time Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl champion Chad Hennings, who leads Wingmen, says helping guys become more godly husbands and fathers also encourages them to make their own connections within their local church. We're not in competition with the church. We're there to basically provide the tools and resources. Our main thing is keep it Christ-centered, and we encourage men to do works in the community, to get their hands dirty with other men, locking arms side by side to help 
the widow to help the orphan to do prison ministry. You know, I don't care. Just get out there and be active. As I said, get off the bench and get into the game. Chad Hennings adds that wingmen is growing because men are hungering for stronger connections with God. Learn more about the wingmen ministry on their website, wingmen.org. This is SRN News. Odyssey. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Strength Between Sundays. Faith Talk 570 and 910. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com. Hi, Bill Bunkley here. This is the Bill Bunkley Show, hour number two on a dazzling Chamber of Commerce afternoon all across West Central Florida. We want to just tell you how honored we are to be with you today on the Bill Bunkley Show. To all of you listening on Salem Radio, and I want to tell you that uh, we're also part of the Salem Media Group and uh, the things that we have, we've got some announcements coming up right here in Florida We've got other announcements of the more areas that we're going to be serving our conservatives and our Christian followers in America. It is just an exciting day on many, many platforms. Well, if you missed the first hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, we had quite a a little opportunity for you to be the legislator. We took up um, a House bill that uh, is the bill that is, um, if it gets in the statue, it's going to allow parents to be involved with the conversations that are happening with their children, especially children in elementary school. Questions about their gender, questions about their sexuality. Uh, and uh, also, we hear testimony today as I supported this bill in Tallahassee early in a 9 o'clock committee meeting in the House that... Uh, when a parent found out that uh, there could have been and found out eventually that from our point of view, my point of view, it was uh, when she found out that her what little second, third, fourth grader, whatever it was, uh, was asked uh, which restroom she would like to use. And it wasn't the one on the left hallway or the right hallway. It was a little girl asked, do you want to use the boys restroom or the girls restroom? And so that startled the parent. And when the parent followed up with the teacher, the teacher says, well, I I can't tell you. In the conversations with your daughter, I can't tell you. Unless your little daughter tells you it's okay to tell you, the parent. No, I don't think so. But in all due respect, um, there are many people who are in the committee 
committee meeting today who felt just the opposite, that uh, parents know best, especially to know when to talk to children about their sexuality, and they gave testimony to that fact. And so this is only the first stop. It has to go through the House and the Senate. We'll have more since we focused on that during the first hour. And uh, But if you want to catch that, you can always go to our podcast at letstalkfaith.com for today. We'll post it by about 6.30 or so, and you can listen to the first hour uh, of that uh, of that particular topic. Well, as your watchman on the wall, both here and in Tallahassee, I just arrived back in uh, in the Bay Area. I was in Tallahassee this morning for the bill in question, and um, a lot of what was happening this afternoon and uh, very light tomorrow has to do with uh, with the money, show me the money, appropriations meetings, and so many different projects have to go through the process, so that concluded uh, the type of issues that I am um, on my radar screen for the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. But uh, hey, I want to welcome you in this afternoon if you're listening on our News Talk Answer Station, especially those of my friends in Bradenton and Sarasota. Now, uh, I want to remind you that uh, we're in Tallahassee, or even if we're here over the next uh, a uh, month and a half or so until the first week in March, and we are talking about a lot of a lot of local issues, a lot of issues before the legislature between three and six p.m. So, for those of you on our news talk stations, you have an opportunity to tune in for an hour each afternoon from four to six. But a reminder that I'm on from three to four and five to six. And if you would like to listen to the entire broadcast. Hey, go to your app store. Just simply download Faith Talk Tampa. That's Faith Faith Talk Tampa. Download that. Then install it. Then you can listen now, so open it up. And by the way, you can also listen if you uh, want to go to our live stream. And that's at www.letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. You can catch the full three hours. The Bill Bunkley Show is there. Plus 24-7. The leading pastors, the leading women who are sharing with other women about the biblical principles that are so, so, so important to us, you can um, uh, access that 24-7 by downloading that app. Well, I'm standing in the gap for our American values, and today it was the American values of traditional families and parents, parents being involved with their families and their kids. Parents, they're the parents, not the teachers, not the school officials, not the school board. It's up to parents to decide when they want to have that conversation with their children about all things sex and sexuality in the uh, in the world that we live in today. That's just one of the three pillars that I pledge to you to be forever faithful to uh, as first a Christ follower and then as a conservative And these are our traditional Judeo-Christian principles. You know, three other very key principles that we keep an eye on every day is our faith, the freedom to exercise our faith, and then all of our freedoms. Freedoms as given to us not only for religious liberty, religious freedom, but also freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, and also how about free enterprise. Not a perfect system, but it is the, the system and capitalism and uh, 
That is exactly where we want to keep this country. You can give us a call uh, on the Bill Bunkley Show line at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. You can text me on the Bill Bunkley Show text line at 813-444-6264. That's 813-444-6264. You can also email me a comment or a question. You can do that by emailing afternoons at letstalkfaith.com, afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. Hmm. So we have a story that uh, broke this afternoon. We have heard by, from Mr. Sternberg, one of the partners of the Tampa Bay Rays. You know that there has been discussions and uh, planning and analysis of breaking up the Tampa Bay Rays in terms of where they would play their home games. Because attendance has been nothing short as probably atrocious because it's evident now that Tropicana Field is in the absolute wrong place to be able to maximize the entire Tampa Bay region in terms of people having the ease and the opportunity to get to a baseball game, especially during the week. And so there was a plan to have the Rays split their home schedule, half of their home games all the way up in Canada, in Montreal, and then the other half games here in our area. We know the Rays has been, have been in negotiations with Mayor Jane Castor, and just the other night uh, with my family, I was pointing out the, uh, the site uh, down there. Uh, we took the back way out of downtown after a, um, after a concert, Christian concert. And I uh, showed them just off Nebraska Avenue and um, just off the interstate there uh, at Malfunction Junction at 4 and 75. Uh, the property that has been discussed uh, a lot about building a a stadium. Now, the discussions had not been necessarily a full-blown type of stadium like you might see in Major League Baseball today, uh, but it was an idea of a stadium that would be state-of-the-art, but because it would only be used for half of the home season, uh, those considerations were in play. Now, here we are. Once again, we're back to where we began on this topic. And that is, I can assure you that the mayor of Tampa would love to have the Rays, even full-time, more so, I should say, uh, playing uh, right near downtown Tampa. And uh, I can tell you that the new mayor uh, in St. Petersburg would love to uh, be able to talk about some of those alternative sites. And I'm sure that there is a new ray of hope because discussions uh, really didn't uh, progress a whole lot between uh, uh, the outgoing mayor of St. Petersburg. In fact, it was um, a little confrontational. And so now I'm sure that with this news that we got today, that Major uh, Major League Baseball is the one that put the kibosh on the deal, by the way. It didn't break down in Montreal, didn't break down here, but Major League Baseball decided right now they just didn't want to go there. 
they just didn't want to open up that new concept. Maybe it's a case they didn't want to open up the can of worms. Whatever it is, that's not going to happen. So now the question remains. And by the way, Mr. Sternberg also said that he wanted to make it very clear this was not just sort of an initial announcement that we could expect to hear in a few weeks that, well, since we've got to keep the team in a, in, in a one-city town, we're announcing that we're moving the Rays to Montreal. He also made that clear today that uh, that's not what this is all about, that uh, there's not a fallback plan now because this uh, two-city home schedule has been, uh, uh, the door has been slammed on that, and this isn't a precursor that the team is going to be moving to Montreal. So, we're back to the beginning, and that is, are the Rays going to stay, or are they going to move? Are the Rays going to have a new stadium in Pinellas County or in Hillsborough County? And where would be the best location for this stadium to get the maximum turnout? And I want to tell you that having the stadium centrally located, as well as potentially offering folks to come down the I-4 corridor from all of the tourist hotels surrounding Disney and SeaWorld and Universal to uh, add packages to their hotel stay to come to a stadium to watch the, the Rays play professional baseball. There's a big difference in having the stadium in downtown Tampa to reach that audience, which I think is a viable potential, as opposed to having it in downtown St. Petersburg. Now, there's been talks about maybe putting it in the area of the Derby Lane dog track, uh, just off 275, just after you are heading um, west on 275 and you uh, you clear the um, Tampa Bay on Howard Franklin Bridge. But uh, just want to let you know that uh, I think that's important to our audience, especially our, our conservative and our news talk audience. And for a lot of you that have kids that are interested in the game of baseball or softball, that... Uh, Who knows? Maybe there'll be a more favorable location that you can get to after school. Catch a few innings, at least half the game, before you get the kids home to bed to go to school. We'll keep you posted. I'm Bill Bunkley. Is there a brewing war between Governor DeSantis and former President Donald Trump? We'll share a little bit about that in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. America, Thursday, January 20th. There's been a lot of emphasis lately on making houses that are more energy efficient, with better insulation and windows that seal out the heat and cold. Many feature the use of solar panels to capture the natural heat of the sun. The first house in America with solar heating and radiation cooling began its career in self-sufficiency this month in 1955 in Tucson, Arizona. A large slanting slab of steel and glass converted sunlight into heat which was vented into the house. 
In America's 123 million housing units, utility gas remains the most common heating fuel, outpacing electricity, about 59 million homes to 48 million. Solar energy is the power source for just under 249,000 homes in our country, or a bit above 0.2% of the total. Profile America is in its 25th year as a public service of the U.S. Census Bureau. How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com. Hi, this is Pastor T.B. Young of Christ Gospel Church. The Bible says it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. You see, His mercies are new every morning. Every day God starts with brand new mercy just for you. So no matter how hard your past have been, you can start again. Remember, you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. The Crucified Message, Sunday mornings at 730, letstalkfaith.com. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here and um, doing some quick research on the fly. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Hey, I don't want to forget to remind you that uh, we've got uh, books that we are giving away right here, not only on Fate Talk, but on our News Talk answer stations. So since this is our number two and we have the combined platforms of both, Let me just uh, remind our folks, especially listening in on our News Talk answer stations, although anybody listening, when I give you this website in a moment, you can go to the website and uh, register. But uh, you know that uh, Regnery Gateway, as well as Salem Books, they have taken the nation by storm. Regnery Gateway, in the area of uh, conservative content and historical content, and Salem Books, in the the area of... uh, all of the uh, opportunities to learn more about a Christian worldview and a walk with Christ. But right now, let's talk about uh, five books that we're going to give away just after January 31st here on uh, our News Talk Answer Stations. Our book of the month for January is The Reactionary Mind. The Reactionary Mind. Why conservative isn't enough. Think about that. Have we got to be conservatives plus? We'll find out what Michael Warren Davis is sharing in his new book. Go to our website right now, 
either TheAnswerSarasota.com, that's www.TheAnswerSarasota.com, or www.TheAnswerTampa.com, either one of those two websites for our news talk stations, you can uh, click on there. You'll see the yellow banner. Click on the banner for the reactionary mind and put your name in a hat right now this afternoon. You'll have opportunities every day to come back and put your name in a hat again. And uh, I've got two copies uh, signed, signed autographs by Michael Warren Davis, two books uh, with his autograph. And we've got three more uh, that uh, are unsigned. So get your name in the hat, pardon the pun, because there's a top hat and a mustache on the cover of this book. If you've had a chance to see uh, the book cover or been to our websites. And so get your name in because you know what? All those books are going to be given away right here in West Central Florida. So let's have a little conversation about uh, something that is uh, happening right now. And uh, that is because there's a little bit of a um, of a riff going on, if you will, with um, Donald Trump and... President Donald Trump, and Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, I'm just going to report, and of course, I I hear a lot of things. And a lot of things that I hear, I'm not going to validate or share necessarily on the show. Because when you get into these situations, there's a lot of spin. There's a lot of hype. There's a lot of people who are who are kind of in this mix. And the only people that really know to what level this uh, this alleged dust-up is all about is the governor and the former president. But uh, let me share a couple things that you may not be aware of that are at least out there in the last 24 hours or so with some of the reporting on this. Adam... Rosley, R-A-W-N-S-L-E-Y, Rosley, with Yahoo News reports that in recent weeks, if you've run into the ex-president's inner circle or floated in and out of his social or political orbits, chances are high that you've heard Trump casually insulting Governor DeSantis. And again, these are the author's words, not mine. He goes on to say, even in conversations that initially had absolutely nothing to do with DeSantis. Ever eager to protect his turf with an eye on 2024, Trump has allegedly gossiped with certain confidants and advisors about DeSantis' political vulnerabilities and weaknesses. On several occasions, the twice-impeached former president, you can tell where this is coming from, but nonetheless, it is a valid news story, has lately told associates that if they're asked about the DeSantis-Trump tensions on TV, they should decline to confirm or deny the existence of a simmering Cold War between the two conservative icons. Now, I don't think this report is accurate. 
Now, I want to tell you that there is something I believe I've, I've been involved in enough conversations and going back and forth. Uh, there, there, is, there, is, there is something simmering. But again, I, I'm going to stick to what I know is out there in the public domain because uh, I so appreciate this governor. I so appreciate uh, President Trump. I, I value the uh, I value their values and the positions they've taken in support of this country, both nationally and in Florida. So we'll leave it there. Now, in addition to that, there are folks who are trying to stir it up, uh, and we get a story by A.G. Genkarski of Florida Politics. Now, this reporter weighs in, the ex-Republican operatives at the Lincoln Project are gleefully exploiting the latest GOP crackup with an ad by promoting the so-called divorce between Trump and DeSantis. However, the spot is a rerun. It was first launched in September. They've, they've uh, updated the context. And the, the ad alleges that uh, they are the both of these gentlemen are engaged in a rhetorical cold war that could heat up on little notice. And so they're buying these, of course, in a democratic stronghold, these, these ads, these spots, whatever, in Palm Beach. Of course, that's where Mr. Trump is. Now, I wonder if they're trying to sort of gin him up a little bit. I don't know. They're, they're running them there and in Tallahassee. That's right, right here in the Capitol. So maybe the governor might view it. But uh, wait till you hear about what Roger Stone is up to. Yep. Oh, Roger ain't in jail. He's out. And he's at it again. I'll have uh, <laughs> I have those quotes in a moment. 877-943-9673. Bill Bunkley here, your watchman on the wall, keeping you informed. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Jury selection underway in the federal trial of three former Minneapolis police officers who were with Derek Chauvin when he pinned George Floyd to the street. The three charged with depriving Floyd of his constitutional rights while acting under government authority. An American Airlines flight to Miami has turned around and returned to Miami. That's after a woman on the plane refused to wear a face mask. Sales of previously occupied homes fell in December. For the first time in four months, as many would-be buyers were frustrated. Existing home sales dropped 4.6% last month. That's according to the National Association of Realtors. Stocks ended sharply lower on Wall Street. The Dow lost 313 points. The Nasdaq lost 186. The S&P dropped 50. This is SRN News. Bill Bunkley here. The open enrollment for the 2022 Affordable Care Act plan is over until next year. If you selected one of those high-deductible, limited network plans, you're not stuck with it. There's another option. Tim Cooper. 
At Health Plan Network's Freedom of Choice Plan puts most of the coverage up front where you only meet your deductible if you're in the hospital. You pick your doctors, and it's 30 to 60% lower than the cost of Obamacare. This plan is available all year round to those that qualify, and you don't have to be vaccinated. If you're paying for your own health insurance, you're on COBRA, or your employment coverage is just too expensive, call Tim Cooper at 813-212-2580 or go to Health Plan Network network.net out of hospital expenses like doctor visits labs x-rays emergency room services are all covered from the first dollar with zero deductible call tim cooper at 813-212-2580 for your quote tim cooper that's 813-212-2580 land lakes christian school is holding their annual open house sunday january 30th from 1 to 3 p.m at their campus on school road in land lakes tour the school meet our teachers visit the classrooms and review our curriculum with over 43 years of experience, Land Lakes Christian School's rigorous academic program is fully accredited. Extracurricular activities include full fine arts and athletic programs. Classes are available for PK through 12th grade. Learn more at lolcs.org. That's lolcs.org. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza on the Stand with Israel Tour November 30th through December 9th, 2022. Journey through the Holy Land with two of the most respected political commentators of today. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float on the Dead Sea, and take a boat out into the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519 to book today. Weekdays at 9 a.m., be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. The old principle we were taught in Henry Blackaby's Experiencing God. Look for where God's at work. Just get in on it. Get involved. Join him in his work. Are you doing that in your life? The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and Let's Talk Faith.com. The heart is a bloom, shoots up through the stony ground. There's no room. Space to win in this town, you're out of luck. And the reason that you had to care, the traffic is stuck. And you're not moving. Hey, welcome back, Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877 943 9673. Hey, I got a call from the captain. I want to pass along a quick reminder this afternoon that uh, some of you have been following the story about Jeremy Brown. And Jeremy Brown was um, one of our local individuals who was in the vicinity of the, um, of the rally that took place and got out of hand on January the 6th. 
Some of you are following the story that uh, he continues to be held here uh, in the Pinellas County Jail. Um, He's been interviewed. They've talked to him. He's not been released. He's still there, and there's no charges that have been filed. And all I want to tell you is uh, Captain Matt Bruce is going to be at uh, informational gathering that's happening today at 6 o'clock. And uh, it's going to be uh, from uh, actually from 5 to 8 p.m. The captain will be there about uh, 6 o'clock. And uh, they're going to be talking about uh, what is the latest in this case. There are several speakers. It's going to be happening at the Pinellas County Jail in Clearwater, Florida. And uh, that's the jail for Pinellas. It's sort of centrally located uh, north to south. That's at 14,4049th Street North. That's uh, 14,4049th Street North, Clearwater, Florida. Uh, Find out more about uh, what's happening in this particular case for Jeremy Brown. But more importantly, hey, go out and see the captain. He's hoping to connect with you while you're there. Don't be bashful. Go up and say hello. Again, that's tonight. So uh, we wanted to pass that along uh, to you here. So we're talking about stories now that are becoming a little bit louder and louder about uh, an alleged dust-up between um, President Trump and uh, our Governor Ron DeSantis. And so now we want to look toward... Another individual. We know that there have been some folks that are trying to stir it up. Other folks have been trying to put a billboard up talking about that there's this this situation going on between the two. Now we got Lisa Hurash, H-U-R-I-A-S-H, with the South Florida Sun Sentinel. Now listen to this. Now, you know, Roger Stone got sent to jail. Roger Stone is now out of jail. Now, you know, he's quite the, quite the character. And he uh, certainly, in his resume, he's been quite the political operative and certainly very loyal to President Trump. So the South Florida Sun Sentinel is reporting, and again, these, this is their words, not mine, that the notorious provocateur, Roger Stone, warned Governor Ron DeSantis to step aside for Trump in 2024, slamming Governor DeSantis's disloyalty, quote-unquote, again, his words, not mine, just keeping you informed, about the governor's disloyalty to Trump while implying the former president could pull his support from Governor DeSantis for his re-election to governor. Now, his warning came, this is Mr. Stone, after reports that a rift was growing between Trump and DeSantis over COVID-19 vaccines and their shared aspirations for the 2024 Republican nomination. Now, this is where it gets dicey. Put your seatbelt on. But this is vintage Roger Stone. Governor Ron DeSantis refuses to put his own presidential ambitions on hold 
until President Donald Trump has decided to whether he wants to run again. And this was posted by Mr. Stone himself, this quote, on YouTube yesterday. Mr. Stone goes on to say in this video on YouTube, I consider that to be an incredible act of disloyalty and ingratitude. Now here's where you must be buckled in. Stone goes on in the YouTube video yesterday calling Governor DeSantis, quote, this is his quote, not mine, an unknown congressman with a bad haircut, an ill-fitting suit, and an undistinguished record in Congress until President Donald Trump's endorsement lifted him to the Republican nomination in 2018, close quote. So, I'll let you ponder that for your own information. Now, clearly... One of the main issues here is President Trump has not officially declared his candidacy for the, for the presidency in 2024. I don't recall any quotes or statements by Governor DeSantis other than the fact that he's running for president and he's not running. I mean, he's running for governor. Pardon me. Ooh, that, was, that was 180 of a big one. That Governor DeSantis has only responded that, hey, I'm running to be reelected for governor. I'm not I'm not running to be president. But I guess the point here is, is that from at least Roger Stone's point of view, that since Ron DeSantis hasn't been very clear about the fact of He's not running for president, and he fully endorses Donald Trump. I I think that's the gist of what has motivated Mr. Stone to get back into the um, the rough and tumble of the political scene. And uh, so definitely he's, uh, he's doing what Roger Stone's been known to do for a long time, and that is stirring the pot, stirring the pot. But those are some pretty harsh words against our governor. And I don't think that uh, a lot of Republicans in the state of Florida are are going to find that the type of uh, assessment that's going to be embraced. Now, just like me and just like you, there's a, there's a lot of people that have a great respect for these two men, and we are not privy to what's going on with this intercircle squabble that I say are the allegations, but there's certainly signs that th- there's some friction there, but I would be very, very uh, hesitant to even suggest what I think is on a scale to one to ten how uh, how high up the um, 
the confrontation scale this is. But there's another little sign here. I want to tell you about, I don't know if it's the same article because I'm looking at some press clips, but uh, A.G. Ginkarski, again, of Florida Politics, wrote yesterday. Now we get into the president's inner circle as far as the family. Now we do know that uh, one by one, that the the House of Representatives is doing the drip, drip, drip of the investigation of the January 6th incident by announcing different members of the Trump family getting a subpoena, Rudy Giuliani getting a subpoena. So understand just setting aside the facts of what happened on January the 6th, it is now a, it is now a political football for all that, all the points that can be put on the board by the Democrats uh, to keep this, or at least their version of events before the American public. But so in that vein, yesterday, if you watch Fox, you probably know that Laura Trump is a frequent uh, contributor. I think she's a contributor on uh, Fox News. Now, she's either a contributor or a commentator. A contributor is someone that is, is paid by a media outlet to come on periodically with their take on certain issues. And then uh, if you're a commentator, you're just asked to be on a show like I may ask you to be on my show as a commentator about a certain event. But anyway, this was written in Florida Politics yesterday that Laura Trump was discounting the rumors of, quote, bad blood, close quote. Now, that's only half of it. Listen carefully. Bad, there's no, oh no, 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 there's no real bad blood between Trump and DeSantis, but then she makes a suggestion. But, uh, well, you know, a Florida's governor may just need, quote, another opportunity, close quote, to uh, demonstrate his support for Trump ahead of the 2024 election. Now, of all of what I've shared with you, this is probably the most telling and key piece of information of the fact that there is some sort of friction between the two camps. So obviously she says, well, there's no real bad blood, but, 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 gov, gov, gov. You know, if the, the governor just may need, quote, another opportunity, close quote, to demonstrate his support for Trump ahead of the 2024 election. She was actually on Fox Business with uh, Stu Varney, with Varney and Company, his, uh, his, his show. And she was asked to respond to the report that it was, quote, too much to ask for DeSantis to preemptively endorse another Trump term in 2024. 
So let's boil it down. It could be, and by the way, let me reiterate again. Reiterate again. I I am so pleased with the platforms of both of these individuals. But it could be that President Trump wants a little love from Governor DeSantis. And it may be a little early on for Governor DeSantis, and there may be other issues involved. But you know what I know, or what I'm willing to say. I'm Bill Bunkley, your watchman on the wall. I'm watching this as well. I'll be right back. Before Bamboo HR, <laughs> I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stack. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people, to focus focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com slash HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. What if I told you that you could start relieving your joint discomfort in just a few days? You'd have every right to be skeptical, especially if you've been disappointed by joint supplements in the past that fail to give you the relief you need. So we're going to prove it to you by sending you a complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, the number one selling joint supplement at GNC. Instaflex is number one at GNC because it can start relieving your joint discomfort in just a few days. And right now, we're offering adults a complimentary two-week sample as part of a nationwide giveaway. Call and claim your sample today. 1-800-608-9926. Fast-acting Instaflex is great for your knees, hands, even your hips, and it starts relieving your discomfort in just a few days. Instaflex is available at GNC, Rite Aid Pharmacies, and Vitamin World. But you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-608-9926. Call now for your two-week Instaflex sample. 1-800-608-9926. 1-800-608-9926. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed, and you can have unlimited Internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the Internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite Internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast Internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-696-6902. That's 800-696-6902. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing. Getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? 
Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press, and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Hey, Bill Bunkley here. We got to get right back to it. I've got an announcement for you to be uh, on the on the uh, on the know of what's going to be happening at, starting in Riverview on Highway 301. But uh, first, I want to remind you what a victory last night to, to block this federal invasion of voting rights in Florida in all of the fifty states. I want to tell you for Christian Semina of Arizona and our other Democrat congressman, Joe Manchin from West Virginia. They even had Kamala Harris ready to to break that tie last night. And I'm going to call it the way I see it, two patriotic Democrats who love this country more than political pressure. They probably know more than any of us know combined about the political hatchet job that could have been done if our election process was federalized on the on the federal level. This really is another nail in the proverbial coffin for Joe Biden. Absolutely dismal, dismal first year in office. And now it's dangerous with a president that clearly America feels the way many of us have from way back in the campaign, that he's not in control of his cognitive skills. And we got China and we got Russia. By the way, if Russia invades the Ukraine in any way, shape or form, and the oil fields, because this president has cut the legs off of our oil industry and our pipelines and our ability to be energy self-sufficient, we may be on the verge of another realization of a horror story of where gas prices are going to go in America should Russia invade the Ukraine. Keep your eye on it. We talked about it yesterday uh, at least the president's remarks, and now last night uh, to see Kamala Harris leave the Capitol and defeat, she would be the tiebreaker if uh, those two Democrats had voted to kill the filibuster on this one on this one bill. And they wouldn't do it. 
In fact, she left before the vote was even taken because they knew it wasn't going to happen. I just am very thankful for that. A quick update before we leave you. Coming up next on our News Talk and Answer stations, Jay Sekulow Live is up with his analysis of all things federal. And uh, I'll be over on Faith Talk. So if you want to tune into the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, download the app Faith Talk Tampa. Faith Talk Tampa. Install that. You can also listen live at www.letstalkfaith.com. And always remember that right now you can switch over if you're not on AM 570. Switch over now for the third hour of my show. If you're up and down the I-4 corridor heading toward Orlando, go to AM 910. You can listen in there. If you're in Lakeland, switch to the FM dial at 102.1. And if you are in Pasco, Bayonet Point, 100.3 FM as well. For those of you who are in the Riverview area, get ready for the headaches to come with driving around your area. The Florida Department of Transportation, according to the Tampa Bay Times, announced that work on US 301 will bring closed road lanes on the highway. And listen carefully, my friends in South Brandon, shut down a portion of Bloomingdale Avenue. We have a contractor, Ajax Paving Industries of Florida, is going to begin replacing asphalt pavement with a concrete surface at the intersection of 301 and Progress Boulevard, Bloomingdale Avenue in Riverview. I know you don't want to hear this, but the work begins tomorrow. And these delays and headaches are going to be about for a duration of 70 days about 70 days to complete the pro, the pro, the project. Phase 1 is going to reduce the number of travel lanes on US 301 and close a section of Bloomingdale Avenue between 301 and Robert Tool Road for 14 days depending on the weather it could be longer. During the closure motorists will tour around the work zone on Providence Road, uh Gornto Road, Lumsden Road, Boyette Road, and Bell Shoals Road. Motorists should anticipate significant traffic delays and congestion on all nearby roads during the closure, DOT said today, yesterday. Other roads, including Duncan Road, Riverview Drive, South Kings Avenue, John Moore Road, Bryan Road, may provide alternative routes if needed, and access to business, residents, and emergency vehicles remains available, but... Advanced warning signs, electronic message boards are going to be up to let you know what's happening. $21.3 billion for this repaving project. So, just want to let you know, be in prayer, be patient, and also figure out your escape routes. <laughs> I'm Bill Bunkley. going to take a time out. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. I'll see you on the other side of the break. Charles Osgood for Exergen. You know, when our five kids were growing up, someone was always getting sick, but when you tried to take anybody's temperature, all chaos would break out. When you're struggling with a fussy, squirmy kid, there's no value in those old-fashioned thermometers we used to use. Now my grandkids have it easy. 
The Exogen Temporal Scanner has changed all that. Just swipe it over the forehead and you get a fast, accurate reading. You don't even have to wake them up. And it's so easy, even Grandpa can do it. And that's what I call real value. Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune into Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower, we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teaching. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look. Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden. Weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. As tensions continue to build over Russian troops massing at the border with Ukraine, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken warned Thursday that there would be a swift, severe response from the United States and its allies if Russia sends any military forces into the country. And Blinken has a message for the Russian people. You deserve to live with security and dignity, like all people everywhere. And no one, not Ukraine, not the United States, not NATO or its members, is seeking to jeopardize that. But what really risks your security is a pointless war with your neighbors in Ukraine. President Biden says any Russian troop movements across Ukraine's border would constitute an invasion, saying Moscow would pay a heavy price for such an action. President Biden's job approval rating has reached a new low point after one year in office. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. A new APNORC Center for Public Affairs research poll shows a clear majority of Americans disapproving of President Biden's performance. More Americans disapprove than approve of how he is handling his job by a margin of 56% to 43%. They point to the ongoing pandemic and soaring inflation. Only 28% of Americans say they want Mr. Biden to run for re-election, including only 48% of Democrats. Greg Clugston, Washington. A judge has denied a request to stop a county from buying land for a planned spaceport near the Georgia coast, dealing the latest blow to the project's opponents. In an order Thursday, Superior Court Judge Stephen Scarlett denied a request to restrain Camden County from closing on the land deal until a referendum that would let voters weigh in. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 313 points. The Nasdaq dropped 186. This is SRN News. Have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dinovite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dinovite and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dinovite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you want to do what's best for them, to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. There's a new number one on the world watch list. 
For more than 20 years, North Korea has topped the Open Doors USA annual ranking of nations where persecution of Christians is the worst. But this year, Afghanistan has moved into the number one slot. Spokesman Dr. David Curry says, quote, People should not interpret this to mean that North Korea has gotten any safer for religious minorities. It should tell you everything you need to know about how bad conditions are for Christians who remain in Afghanistan. Michael Harrington, SRN News. A Pakistani court has sentenced a woman to death after finding her guilty of blasphemy for insulting Muhammad. Christians are usually the victims of Pakistan's harsh blasphemy laws, but in this case, the woman is a Muslim. Under the law, anyone found guilty of insulting Islam can be sentenced to death. While authorities have yet to carry out an execution for blasphemy, just the accusation can cause riots. This is SRN News. Depending on where you are, you can pick up Faith Talk Radio on the FM dial. If you're on holiday to St. Petersburg or from Brandon to the coast, listen to all your favorite Faith Talk programming on FM 100.3. Strength between Sundays, always on AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. And in Northwest Hillsborough County on FM 100.3. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. See the holiness of God. Look at the holiness of God. You look at the holiness of God and the purity of Jesus Christ, the purity of God the Father, God the Spirit, and you will hate your sin. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Strength Between Sundays, Faith Talk 570 and 910, online at letstalkfaith.com. Odyssey. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. And good afternoon to all of you joining me for the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. All across West Central Florida on Salem Radio. By the way, I'm just going to give you a little bit of a hint. In the next few weeks... I am excited when I'm able to tell you about some things that are happening. I'm pumped. But I can't tell you now. But keep tuned in for the next few weeks, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. This is the day the Lord has made, and we are right here on a Friday afternoon in beautiful Florida weather to be with you. And I'm your watchman on the wall, and as you're listening on Salem Radio all across West Central Florida, I want to tell you that uh, we are just absolutely proud to be one of the ministry access points for the Salem Media Group. 
And every afternoon, I stand in a gap right here for our American values, and I pledge to you to be forever faithful. So first, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, through the power of His Holy Spirit, to our conservative values, and to our Judeo-Christian principles. When I come on the air, you know that I've been watching for the last 24 hours or the last weekend before we were together. I'm looking to see if there's any encroachment to us to be able to practice our faith. I look to see if there's any encroachments to our religious freedom, our religious liberty. And there's always something that's encroaching on that. That's why we're in the Civil War, and that's why we're pushing back. And especially now in Tallahassee, boy, I tell you what, the family and children who are a target of the radical left and parents desperately having the huge assignment to keep up with their kids online and now to keep up with what they're, what, what's happening with them at school that parents aren't notified of. And, of course, we are not interested whatsoever in socialism. We are not interested whatsoever in Marxism. We are not interested whatsoever in communism. We are not interested whatsoever in totalitarianism, even though that looks just like what's happening from the White House and what's happening in the Congress in the House and the Senate. But last night, totalitarianism took a big blow. Mr. Schumer got his hat handed to him. And no, Washington is not going to play games in our elections and to do so from a election command post in Washington dictating to all the 50 states What's going to happen in elections? That was a big, huge win in this civil war, in this culture war. And remember that old principle, what you sow is what you reap. The president has been acting in a totalitarian fashion. He's made bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. The trouble is it's affected millions of Americans. And last night, he too, and this morning, and with polling around the country, he too is sowing what he has reaped, a basket of very, very, very bad decisions. But you know what? We rejoice because as we are watching what's happening in the world, we know who controls this world. Right now, this world is controlled by Satan, controlled by the devil. Now, the devil, for a period of time, he can't do anything out of his evil bag of tricks that God doesn't allow him to do. But he's on a short leash for a short period of time. And when God decides through his son Jesus to lower the hammer on him and This rebellious world, every knee is going to bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, and he will be 
for everyone to see the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords ultimately sitting on his throne in a rebuilt temple on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. And that's why I always like to give you an encouragement of hope because we're not living for this world. We're living for our future eternal home with Jesus in heaven and with God the Father and with the Holy Spirit. That's why I'm joyful. And quite frankly, because of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, I look around, I look at a lot of what I talk about, what I see, what I comment on, and I just tell myself, what a bunch of fools. These are foolish people. Self-serving, selfish, narcissistic, always wanting more, never being satisfied, never being thankful. And by the way, some of that crew is people who identify themselves and tell people that they're a Christian. So we'll get back to that in just a moment. I want to talk about truly being thankful and keeping your eye on the real prize. And not about these these skirmishes that we're having in this civil war with the far left. They're going to pay a huge price for opposing the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They are going to pay a horrible eternal price for rejecting God, turning their back on God, and basically raising up their fist in defiance at God. Just let God be God, and remember, it's on his timetable. He's not bound by time, but we are. And I say, praise the Lord, the joy of the Lord, I pray to be upon you. And we just will wait. But I tell you what, for all the naysayers, he could come at any time. And if we were raptured out during our lifetime, ho, 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 ho. I mean, that is awesome. So that's the spirit we bring to the Bill Bunkley Show. A spirit based on truth. Now let's uh, let's turn to first page. I am going to talk about thankfulness later on this hour. We're going to kind of look at the word a little bit. Tomorrow's a big day. Maybe the biggest day in a lot of years. Can you tell me what's going to happen in the nation's capital tomorrow? No. We're not going to be storming the capital. We're not going to be breaking windows in the capital. We're not going to be foolishly walking around inside the Capitol. We're not going to be storming the elected officials. We're not going to have a, an unfortunate confrontation at the official doors to the Chamber of the House of Representatives. No. We may see the biggest crowd ever converge on Washington, D.C. tomorrow. There's going to be tens of thousands 
And they all have something in common tomorrow. They are pro-life. They are pro-life. The movement has not been energized any more in my lifetime than I can remember than right now and tomorrow. Billy Hollowell with Faith Wire writing on what's happening tomorrow plus some independent research from yours truly. Tens of thousands. They're going to be on the streets of Washington marching and one of their messages is Equality begins in the womb. Equality begins in the room. Now that word equality is a buzzword, particularly those on the left and the far left. Especially in the gender discussions. The various categories of the left that uses for People who are not of a two-gender form of understanding of the world that comes from the Word of God. No, tomorrow is the 2022 March for Life. And because in a few short days this year, Roe versus Wade may be overturned, and the decision of the sanctity of life could be returned to Florida, to Georgia, to Alabama, to Mississippi, to Texas, you name it. A huge change could be coming to America. And thousands of people are making the travel right now to D.C. because they want to be a part of this very historical event. I want to say this is a peaceful demonstration. It points us back to 1973. That liberal judicial activism by a left-wing U.S. Supreme Court making up law about Roe versus Wade. They legalized abortion across America. And all these many years later, guess what? Nothing's been decided. It's not settled law. Never has been. Has been for the, for the far left, but not for those of us, especially Christ followers. Nothing is settled law that ends up being contrary to the good news, the real law, which is both the Old and the New Testament provisions and principles. And I want to tell you, I'll give a shout out to Jeannie Mancini. She is the president of March for Life. She's kept us uh, up to date. Tomorrow is going to be a very important day. When I come back, who founded this particular March in this day. It's a lady by the name of Nellie Gray. Do you know Nellie? You will in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. 
this gift of Here's some great news. If you miss the deadline to sign up for health insurance or if, like a lot of people, you just have a plan you're not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. It's a Christian health care sharing program. There are more than 400,000 members now, and they love it. In fact, MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to that of health insurance. And MediShare really is the gold standard when it comes to health care sharing. It's been around more than 25 years Members have shared more than $4 billion of each other's medical bills. Plus, MediShare is for you. It has saved its members billions by advocating on their behalf. Best of all, the typical savings for a family is around $6,000 a year. So if you think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have much to offer, think again. MediShare has a 98% customer satisfaction rating, and you are invited to be part of it. Call now, 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be. Saturday afternoons at 4, it's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Without a proper understanding of who truly owns your car, who owns your house, we're prone to mismanage that which we do have. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Who am I that the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name, would care to feel my hurt? Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever-wandering Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow. A wave tossed in the ocean, You know, as we focus in on that eternal truth, praising the Lord, abiding in the Lord, giving the Lord all the honor and the glory and the praise, that is the gateway to joy. To joy all day, no matter what hindrances come your way. No matter what bad news comes your way. The Holy Spirit will take you to that place of pure joy. Now coming up in a few moments, I am going to talk about something you have read over and over and over when it comes to prayer. 
And I'm going to suggest with some of you, you have really overlooked this repetitive principle. When you are engaged in biblical prayer, not your prayer, not your style of praying, but biblical praying. Are you on God's page? Do you pray the way God has told you and Jesus has demonstrated to you how to pray? I think there might be a breakthrough for some of you on this very show before we wrap up at 6. We'll get back to that important topic in a moment. But let's go back to D.C. tomorrow. The March for Life. Try and watch that on television tomorrow morning. It's going to be huge. Thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of people are coming to D.C. because they want to be in this parade this year. They want to say they were there in the cold January winter day and morning and afternoon when they marched for the unborn and they also marched for the elderly to show that Yes, there is a significant remnant that may include a majority on the Supreme Court of the U.S. of A. that is going to stand with the sanctity of human life and is going to do away with an unconstitutional decision as bad as Dred Scott and the slavery issue. But, you know, it's important not to forget people who are part in the hallmark of heritage of faith and standing for important decisions. Way back in 1974, it was the first March for Life. They came to D.C. because the horrible reality of the decision of Roe versus Wade. It's been an annual march. And it's grown year after year. But I want to take you back to that point in time and meet Nellie Gray. Nellie Gray. Nellie was an attorney. She was an attorney who worked for the government. Nellie was in her late 40s when she stepped forward and founded the March for Life. And I want you to think about, ladies and gentlemen, what the Lord will use with one person. One person that drew others to change the world, well, at least to change life here in America. A few months before the first march in that year of 1974, this started with about 12 people. You've been to D.C., lived in D.C., know it well. A lot of townhouses in and around Capitol Hill. Lots. You see, about 12 people went to a townhouse, Nellie's townhouse, to discuss the upcoming Horrible anniversary of Roe. These 12 folks discussed how to counter the day and to 
Talk about how to push back on the abortion front that had been unconstitutionally put upon them by a very left-wing activist Supreme Court. As Faithwire reports, they didn't want that terrible anniversary to go unnoticed or unpassed without at least a few people standing up for the unborn, the innocent, doing exactly what we're told to do in the scriptures, in the Psalms. Stand for those who can't stand for themselves that are facing death. Well, how would be the best way to do that? What do we do? Do we put up billboards? Do we do we pick it? What do we do? No. They decided to do a march. On January 22nd, 1974, the first March for Life ended up attracting thousands of participants. They came to rally. They marched around the Capitol. Just like we remember the marches around the cities, Jericho. And they went inside to lobby members of Congress. What's, what's most interesting to report is the group initially assumed that the March for Life would be a one or two time event. They speculated that uh, their belief in Roe was an that their belief was that Roe was an inappropriate legal ruling that stretched beyond what the Supreme Court was called to do or authorized to do. They didn't think it would stand long, so they just thought they would be doing these marches two or three years and it would be reversed. But later it was clear it wasn't going to be that way. And Nellie Gray decided to make the march an annual happening. And she pledged that this group would continue holding the March for Life until Roe versus Wade would one day be overturned. Friday is the 49th March for Life. Tomorrow, I believe this very well could be the fulfillment of the legacy set long ago in Gray's Washington townhome. Imagine that. Her dream coming true with a march in a decision as early as this summer. I'm Bill Bunkley, your watchman on the wall, praising the Lord for life. This report is sponsored by Moss Nissan, simply the best Nissan dealership around. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. The Carolinas and Virginia are bracing for more winter weather, with officials urging drivers to stay off potentially icy roads and schools canceling classes in coastal areas that don't frequently see frozen precipitation. Forecasters predict the storm will arrive as mixed precipitation on Thursday, followed by a round of snow on Friday night into Saturday. The winter blast could ice over a large swath of eastern North Carolina, and the northeastern corner of South Carolina while dumping snow around Norfolk, Virginia. The governors of North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia have each declared states of emergency as they prepare. Yet another down day on Wall Street as the Dow was dropping by 313 points, the Nasdaq lower by 186. More on these stories at srnnews.com.
And now, your Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. There are families in heaven. And just think what it will be like to be around a table with your family. Just think about what it will be like and what you will talk about when you're there with that godly mother or father who has preceded you into heaven. Your grandparents, your children, your grandchildren. And think about how you will rejoice and laugh together. And then think about what it will be like to lift a glass as a toast in honor of the Lord Jesus Christ who made that reunion possible. That is the banquet of grace that each one of us is going to be invited to if we know Christ as Savior. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. We all need to face the fact that to be human is to feel inadequate. Hi, I'm Chuck Swindoll. Everywhere we look, we discover human inadequacy. For some, it's physical weakness. For most, it's emotional or spiritual, perhaps even intellectual weakness. We are incapable of glorifying God in or of ourselves. We are unable to do His work our own way, and in our own strength. If we're going to be God's arms and legs, His voice, and His presence, it will happen only through His assistance. Inadequacy forces us to rely fully on our God. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to Godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at Godvine.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. God will take the Jewish people from the nations and gather them into their own land, sprinkle clean water on them, give them a new heart, a new spirit, and they will live in the land that God has given to our forefathers. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. 
As we listen to Michael W. Smith, I want you to keep that song and that chorus in mind for just a moment. As we are rejoicing about the big event tomorrow in Washington, D.C., and we'll be talking about it tomorrow on the Bill Bunkley Show. And you know, we keep you up to date with not all the issues, impossible, we'd have to have an eight, ten hour show to do that, but... We ask the Lord to impress upon us what would be important to share and talk about. And so this afternoon, I want to talk about the question, do you have an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ? Could you say Without a shadow of a doubt, Jesus Christ is your very best friend. I know he's your Lord. I know he's our Savior. And I know his his Father is our Father. And I just rejoice that I can, I can approach at any time the creator of the universe. And the relationship I have is, hey, Daddy. Hey, Dad. Dad, could I talk to you? Dad, could could I vent a little bit? Daddy, could I, could I, could I ask you a few questions? Because to do that, it takes a childlike faith. For most of the folks I run with in political circles, in state capital, D.C., whatever, not very many people in those realms would fathom coming to God like a simple, innocent little child. But that unlocks the exciting life. I have a couple of more questions this afternoon. Because I'm, I'm just, I'm praying and I, I just have this on my heart that someone's listening this afternoon. That God has prompted me to share on this topic. When was the last time you just went into your, first of all, do you have a prayer room? Do you have a dedicated place that in the same way you go to your sanctuary on Sunday? And think about sanctuary. We hear about sanctuary states, sanctuary cities. Remember, we're talking about a sanctuary where you will go with like-minded fellow believers and that you will approach the throne of grace. 
That's why I'm old school. There's nothing wrong with being casual, but I think there's also room for respect. When I go into any church auditorium, to me, it's a sanctuary. And there where the pulpit is, that is holy ground where that pastor delivers the inspired word of God. And sometimes we just treat that so casually. Take our coffee, and I'm going to step on toes, take our coffee, take our grape, whatever. Now, confession is good for the soul. I've got a condition now where I'm constantly thirsty. So I have a medical condition that I have to bring a, uh, you know, water in with me wherever I go. You'll probably hear me on the show, take a second or two here and there, sort of unannounced. And if you listen closely, you know, I'm taking a little sip. And, uh, well, right now that's my thorn in the side that I'm praying for God to heal. But like the Apostle Paul, I rejoice that I have it. Certainly wish I didn't have it. So I understand a little bit, but I'm getting to the point of, We've gotten too casual with the Lord. We treat the Lord, truly, some do, as a holy bellhop. So my question is, do you have a private place? Do you go to that private place? And now, have you ever, not to go in to read your Proverbs, which is good each day, to read the Psalms each day, that is good to read the Bible portion today, to read your Bible through at least one, you know, uh, through in a, in a year, that's all good. Multiple devotionals, all that's good. But have you ever walked in, closed the door behind you, or if you don't have a place like that, do you, do, the corner of the family room, the corner of a bedroom, wherever you go, it's important to have a designated spot that for you and your environment, your home, that is your holy ground. And that your family knows not to, to bother you unless it's an absolute life or death emergency until you're done meeting with God. When's the last time you went and just had a Bible-oriented prayer time with the Lord? Now, I said earlier, I'm going to talk about something that we have overlooked time and time again. First of all, many Christians don't pray. Oh, they'll bow their heads on Sunday and Wednesday. Oh, oh Lord, help me with the test. Oh, Lord, how am I going to get the money to pay the car insurance? So there are some prayers, but that's not praying. Because... The first step in prayers is to quiet down and to get in that intimate, set-apart time with God. The Bible reminds us over and over and over about prayer. Step one is not just asking for forgiveness of our sins, not just making a statement that we're, we're asking this in the name of Jesus. Lord, we know this has got to meet your plan. No, 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 let's back up. The first thing is, is to 
enter in a time with the Lord, preparing yourself to make your request known to him. Now that's a time of thanksgiving. But now we're busy. We just blow through that. And I'm going to give you some examples on on how to energize your prayer life in just a second. You know, when we are so busy and we do these quick drive-by prayers, I said a couple hours ago in the first hour, it's just like your son, 16, Bert, you know, comes out of the bedroom, goes out the front door. See you later, Dad. Whoa, 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 I, where are you going? It's like a drive-by announcement. I'm going to the park. I'm going here. Well, in the same way that you don't appreciate how that's discussed, delivered, and by the way, you're in charge, have you ever stopped to think how you pray and how Abba Father is sitting on the other side of this uh, this transaction, if you will, this, this meeting? Do you treat the Lord in your one-on-one quiet time the same way you would treat him if you were in his presence before the throne in heaven? Or you find yourself incarnate with an incarnate Christ, looking at him face to face, he's right there. That's holiness. That is experiencing the holiness of the Lord. So you know what the key is to start any prayer request? Think about that Michael W. Smith song. One thing you might do is just Go to your your war room, your prayer room, and whether it's Michael W. Smith or maybe you've got your two or three, to sit in the and to just pray and, and and listen and lift up those prayer moments in song, to prepare your heart, to get your heart in a proper position to have this wonderful time. And then you know what the key is when you're ready? I'm going to share with you a few verses. Everywhere you see the biblical teaching on prayer, it begins with thankfulness. Not just in mind, but in expression. 1 Thessalonians 18. 1 Thess 5.18. I'm going to write these verses down. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Jesus Christ for you. How about Psalm 104? Think about entering his gates when you go into your war room, your prayer room. Enter his his gates with what? Thanksgiving. And his courts with what? Praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Jim Cimbala was sharing last night. And what I kind of got from the Holy Spirit is you can't thank God enough. You can't praise God enough. You can't honor his name enough. But you can give it your all as you begin to, first of all, thank him for the air you breathe, the electricity in your house, the, the heat that you've had, and realize that what you have today is far and above 
most everybody else all around the globe, especially Christians. Pray Ephesians 5.20. Give thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to this, Colossians 4.2. Continue steadfastly in prayer, always be in prayer, but being watchful in it with what? Thanksgiving. I challenge you that you coming and spending T-I-M-E to prepare and to thank Him and to praise Him and to, and to talk about all the things that He's blessed you with and protects you with, we have gotten away from step number one. It's in all of Scripture to give thanks. Are you giving thanks before your prayers? Be right back. Thank you for the amazing job you've done in moving my first book forward in the publishing process. Ludie Cotton Darnell's book, Ashley, Alex, and the Mystery Twins, was published with Zulon Press. This is an exciting time for me. Have you got a book for a Christian audience? Want to control the publishing process? Your free publishing guide is at ChristianPublishing.com. I thank the Lord that Zulon Press has made it possible. Visit Zulon Press for your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. Christ Jesus living within you is your hope of heaven. You say, well, I've got a hope of heaven. I don't know anything about Jesus. My friend, it's a false hope. You've been deceived. There is absolutely no hope apart from the gospel message of Jesus Christ, which is that Jesus Christ died on the cross and paid your sin debt in full. You say, I hope I'm going to heaven. What's the basis of that? Well, we get back to the same old issue. The basis of my hope of heaven is that my evil will not weigh as much as my good works and therefore God will accept me, which means that your hope of heaven is all based on your performance, which will never work in the eyes of God. You can't perform. For help and hope. From God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at intouch.org. This is Carol Platley, Balfortownhall.com. There are few freedoms more precious to the family of a critically ill person than the right to try a potentially life saving medical protocol. Sadly, that right is being denied to Daniel Pisano, now on a ventilator at the Mayo Clinic with less than a 5% chance of survival. With little left to lose, the Pisano family has asked that Daniel be treated with a COVID plan recommended by the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance. That plan involves using ivermectin. But the Mayo Clinic has refused, stating that the Critical Care Alliance's COVID plan is at odds with its own COVID protocols. The courts have sided with Mayo Clinic. This is madness. Multiple peer-reviewed studies have demonstrated ivermectin's efficacy in treating COVID. But the larger point is this. How dare Mayo Clinic and the courts deny a patient's own family any voice in the treatment of their loved one? This is un-American medical authoritarianism, and it is shameful. Pastors, you know the profound significance of Israel. You may have traveled there yourself. Now, lead your congregation on a life-impacting tour of the Holy Land with Inspiration Cruises and Tours, a trusted partner of Salem Media Group. You can focus on enjoying and leading the journey as Inspiration manages every detail before and during the trip, from upfront costs, booking, and planning the itinerary with your input. 
As a pastor, you can travel for free. On the trip, you'll gather fresh material for your sermons, preach in iconic and sacred places, and build deeper and lasting connections with your members as you visit locations from the pages of Scripture. With more than 40 years' experience in managing the travel of the world's top Christian leaders, Inspiration Cruises and Tours can help take your church to Israel. Learn how you can travel to the Holy Land with your congregation for free. Visit letstalkfaith.com and search keyword Israel. That's letstalkfaith.com, keyword Israel. This week on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie brings more of our most requested studies of the past year. We'll gain good inspiration from the life of Noah. And also, Pastor Greg shows us how to reach out appropriately to those who've lost loved ones. It's an important week on A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Listen to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk Radio. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. Do you claim that verse? Have you ever praised the Lord, give thanks to the Lord for giving you freedom? Do you listen to that verse and that song? And do you think, well, he gave somebody else freedom. He didn't give me freedom. Don't believe the lie of the devil. Now, if you don't know him, you can have that freedom by accepting it as your Lord and Savior right now. But I'm, I'm also talking to folks that are listening about this idea about we've, we've forgotten how to pray biblically with thanksgiving, preceding everything. But you know what? When you are free, you're free indeed. And when you're filled with the joy of the Lord, <laughs> indeed, you're filled with the joy of the Lord. Would you allow me to share a few more verses? And by the way, as we're talking about the biblical this is, this is sort of like the pre-flight preparations for a landing or a takeoff. This is like the, pre, the pre-praying important time of preparation. Now, by the way, class, this is not what I'm saying. Bow your head. Lord, thank you for all you've given to me. Thank you for your blessings. I really appreciate it. Heavenly Father, Lord, the payment's coming due on the house, the car's coming. 
No, 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 no. That's drive-by praise and worship in your secret place. Now, I know you're going to have to set time aside. Because you're going to tell me, I don't have time for all of that. Man, I've got two jobs. i got to know all that. Look, we all find time to do what's a priority for us. Can we at least be that honest? And I am, I'm doing my best to capture your imagination and thoughts about what would happen if you understand how important, thank, how important it is to thank the Lord on a constant basis. And why the Lord says, whenever you grumble or complain, I'll turn my face. But yet, how often do we do it? How often do we put a post on Facebook, complaining or grumbling? When we live in the most, we live right now in the the most blessed geography on the globe. Oh, I wish I could take you to all the places that God has allowed me to travel to. And the, the poverty, the pain, the sickness that I virtually now spent almost a lifetime witnessing to come back to tell those stories to you so that you living in America would have a heart for those much, much less blessed than us. So let me share a couple more scripture verses about praising the Lord, thanking the Lord going down that list of thanks of the little things he provides. You know, safe travel. Thank you for the drive through lunch. Thank you for the provision of that. There are so many things to be thankful about because, newsflash, he provides everything for you. Yeah, you may be working and getting a salary and, you know, instead of being excited about the raise of how much you more you could do for the Lord, it's, you know what? I'm looking at that lease price on that uh, new Mercedes. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm telling you, the great deception is living for that. So how about a couple more verses? Listen carefully to the word thanks or thanksgiving. Paul's letter to Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known by God. Jot that down and look at the sequence. Sequence is important when you study the Word. Colossians 3.15, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Psalm 106.1, Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Colossians 3.17. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Do me a favor. Tonight, tomorrow, this weekend, do a word study. Look at verses, Google verses with thanksgiving before prayer, and you'll be blessed. I'm Bill Bunkley signing off for now. Have a blessed night. We'll see you tomorrow at 3. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.